Welcome to Not Your Mother's Mom Group. I can't buy something stupid because then, you know, it's a waste of money I need for cigarettes. Well, now that I don't need cigarettes, I can buy dumb stuff. Oh, good. And no sooner had I checked out, Jerry came in the room and he was like, hey, don't spend no money this week. You're like, tight this week. What? I just bought two bunny stickers for my titties, so you're a little bit late. <laughs> you know, I turned the camera on. No, oh, hi, camera. <laughs> I bought, hey, Christy. I bought bunny stickers hey, Lindsay. for my titties. Lindsay, I'm not going to sing if that if that's what you're aiming for, but um, thank you. We we will work on our theme song. And I am going to offer, I'm going to offer a review on these titty bunnies, too. As Sunny apparently bought stickers for her boobs that she is calling titty bunnies. They look like little rabbits, and they hook to your titty, and then they pull your titty up. I don't even say that word. Okay, breasts. <laughs> Boobs. I say boobs. You can say boobs. I don't like boobs. Why not? I don't, I don't know. I, just, I don't know. It feels like a 12-year-old boy. Oh, am I a 12-year-old boy? It just it feels like that's like boobies. I saw her boobies. I don't say boobies. That's I just what say I hear boobs. when I hear boobs. Boobs. B-E-W-B. I like boobs. boobs. I like breasticles. <laughs> Sweater puppies. Yeah, fun bags. Ugh. That one always makes me think of like things that would pop. Fun bags? Well, some of them do. You know, I mean, I just get nervous. Yep, we're pretty much... I'm saying I'm not going to sing, Lindsay, because, you know, you sent me those great suggestions, but... Uh, is it just me or is it screen really dark? Uh, we need to open up some more light. I don't no, think we're... I feel like your screen... Maybe it's because I'm used to looking at this one. Oh, yeah, mine is... It adjusts I'm itself. I don't know what's So if it thinks on. it's dark, um, it'll be dark. Anyway, hey, welcome to Not Your Mother's Mom Group, where we discuss what's going on on the internet and motherhood, and... Um, also, maybe Sunny's weird shopping, uh, her shopping habits. So um, we bring each other questions, and I will admit that I cheated a little because one of the questions I picked is really not a question that I. I mean, Sunny can talk about it, but I don't expect her to answer it. And she has questions for me, and then, um, and then we're going to talk about some other things that we've seen places. Yeah, all that things and stuff. Sunny woke up like five minutes ago, so yeah, I'm, I'm bringing day. her you back. You slept today too, though. Oh, so, I took a nap. Yeah. yeah, we went to, we were on vacation and I drove back today, and so where of course, go? I went beach. to Fort Walton, yeah. I have no idea where that's at. Where's it's in Florida. Walton? It's that's before nice. Panama City. It is after Pensacola. That's it does not have an algae bloom. <laughs> we went to one of those hotels that are like made for kids, so it has like a lazy river and a zero entry pool and a splash pad, and it's got all this shenanigans mm -hmm. so that Did your kids enjoy it. Oh yeah. My husband though was a little. Um, my husband was like weirdly, like I don't know, like he had like too much nervous energy to be at the beach. But y'all went not long ago, and y'all loved it. We went last year. I thought that was this year y'all went. Mm -mm. Um, loved it. No, he, he well, everybody loved, he loved Disney World, which was weird, because you'd think he would be, like, a cynical, you know. So, he was more nervous at a beach than Disney World? I think he has, like, too much energy, and the beach you're supposed to relax, and I think he's forgotten <laughs> You can't to... relax with kids on a beach. I don't, I loved the beach until I had kids, because it, a beach goes from, like, the most relaxing place to be to, like, the most deadly place to be. Yeah, well, my, one of mine it. decided he didn't like the beach, and so, and I'm in charge of, like, the three little ones, and my husband takes my oldest, because he's heavier and disabled and has to be picked up and stuff, but, I mean, I had so much fun with the three, we just would go in the lazy river, like, 50 times, which See, just that, bounce I, up I and do down. That. I don't, the actual beach itself, I don't like to have kids on, ever. Yeah. It's not fun And then we me. went to the pool. I mean, I'm not saying it was relaxing, because it wasn't relaxing, but I had fun with them and watching them be crazy, and you can introduce them to pool things that they've never heard of, like, I would sing songs underwater 
Have you ever done that? Yeah, and then you had to guess what the person was yes. singing. And they're just like, uh, like this was blowing them away. Do it again, mommy, do it again. And I'm like, won't go underwater. And I'm like, oh yeah, well mine are just getting there, so that's why it's funny. Uh nobody's Oh look, Sonny Wicker is watching tonight. That's so great. She kinda sucks. Don't say her name three times, she'll pop up. Um uh, and then your father-in-law said something about fun bags. Yo to the fun bags. I don't even know what that means, but my um, fun bags currently are in my lap. Have you seen the um, seatbelt challenge? No. What is that? It's stupid. You're not gonna like it. But it's where they like they pull their seatbelt on and like they're covering just their nipple with the seatbelt. Mm-hmm. It's like I wanted to try it, but literally I wouldn't be using this band. I would have my titty in my waistband. <laughs> covering my nipple it's so dumb that is dumb and these girls have no like how does your nipple fit this look how thin this is how's a nipple supposed to fit behind that like i just got big nipples I don't know. anyway <laughs> i just thought about it and i was not giving you a consult it. on that you're totally on your own <laughs> so do you want me to do my question first yes give me one, okay give me your question so my question came from the mom's group this from a big one but i've seen it other places too this mom was called in or you know wrote in to say that she found out that at her daughter's preschool where her like precious McKenna flower, McKenna is, flower. I made that up, <laughs> is going to preschool. That's a name. I guarantee you that is a name. McKenna flower? Maybe. I like it. I would Somebody wants to steal it. I'm done having babies. McKenna so. flower. So anyway, precious McKenna flower, uh, she heard that they share supplies at her preschool. <gasps> And she wants, she's thinking about asking if McKenna Flower can just keep her own because she. Or McKenna Flower is like vegan friendly or something? Like gluten free? No, you know, it's like Crayola, but she feels like other kids don't necessarily take as good a care of their supplies. Yeah, no preschool. As McKenna Flower does. And, you know, and she bought them special for her. And um, so, what do you think about that, Sunny? I think the mama needs to be slapped. You're going to slap that poor mom? Yeah, I would. Because, like, I feel like it used to be we brought our own things. But over the years, we noticed kids don't get what they need. Parents don't provide what they need. So, I feel like the whole get everything together is really just to say, hey, some kids can't afford things. Let's get it all together. Everybody has it. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what they're doing. You're pretty much saying, I don't give a crap about that. I only care about my precious child and her beautiful tools. And she has everything she needs and then screw the other kids. And she's probably going to get picked on because her mom's awful. <laughs> It's like, well, no, don't touch McKenna Flowers' crayons. Her mom will get on to you. And everybody's like, what? 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 McKenna You're Flower. weird and your mom sounds really mean. So what I thought was, I mean, first of all, like 10 preschool teachers came after her like this. And they were like, how dare you? No, they were like, ain't nobody got time for that. We're not putting your kids' supplies in a special little place. Yeah, because they all go like, I remember Cassin's class is like, there's a bucket full of glue and yes. a bucket full of scissors. Yes. And a, and I think, what I really think, though, is I feel like the mom is having trouble letting go. Because in her mind, like, Billy Bob is going to break all the crayons. He probably will. And so will McKenna's little punk. But. <laughs> it's McKenna Flower. McKenna Flower. <laughs> and you got to say but, the whole name. Yes. But Billy Bob, you know, is going to break all the crayons. And then she's going to be, little McKenna Flower is going to be holding this little nub of a crayon trying to color. And I mean, like, give these preschool teachers some credit. They're going to hold some stuff back, so when Billy Bob breaks the red, they'll have a red ready is to go. Is she, like, buying really expensive supplies? How expensive can your crayons be? I, I mean, is she buying Prismacolor? Because those are, like, 60 bucks a 10. Well, don't buy those. I'm just... For a four-year-old. I mean, is she monogramming, it's not, monogramming everything? <laughs> you can't monogram crayons. Is she crayons. pencils? <laughs> Did I make the stickers? 
I don't know, but Amy has to do that for her school. They have to put yeah, their name on every single for one. Those, but like, unless I'm going through and like individually like labeling each thing my child has, I don't give a crap. As long as when they need their purple, there's a purple there. I don't. I don't know. Well, they they the, the mother moms kind of put her in her place. You know, you don't get your own thing, and that's just how it is. But um, you have hey, Kendra, you have your at home hey, crayons. I hope. You have your school crayons. Just keep her stuff at home. I don't. Send she kind of she's going to bring it home every day? No. I just mean, send kind of cheapy stuff to school. Don't send your best stuff. Send your, like, this is going to get broken stuff. And then get home, you can keep the Prismacolor or whatever for your budding artist. I don't like McKenna Flowers' mom. P.S. Every, you know, they're four. Like, just be glad that they don't have them up their nose is what I think. But, you know, who knows? What do I know? My kid stuck one of those like white a white pom pom up his See, nose. That would be a legitimate concern. Like my kid has a severe allergy, and what if a little peanut finger infested yes. kid touches my stuff? Yes, yes. Now that's a real concern. Or, you know, she has a really susceptible immune system. You know, she doesn't need to be sharing all these things. With her. I mean, those are yeah. different circumstances. I feel mm-hmm. like. But like I said, I'm gonna have been in a bad mood this week, so I just don't like her mom. It's okay. You just don't have to like her. like her. I think it. I feel it felt like snobbery to me. Like other people can't touch my crayons yeah you know and if you and you're teaching your kids wrong from the get-go it's like in pre-k you're already saying you were better than everyone else in their class in your class mommy wants you to have your own things because you are better than everyone you're more responsible you're mature you deserve more than your classmates yeah so you're setting her up for failure because mckenna flower is not going very far hate to break it to you I'm just putting that into the let's universe. be real most of us live in suburban houses and have a couple of kids and drive a car that you know, seats six, you know, <laughs> For, we fit like Mexicans. Very, very few of us are, you know, road scholars or I don't know. My Supreme kids don't even justices. share underwear. They don't even have their own underwear. Oh no, mine don't. At home, they share underwear. Oh, we are in big trouble. Um, I have a charger. No, not for an iPhone. Oh, you have your thing in there. Oh, we got it. Okay. Yeah, let's go. What's your next? What's the next question? No, your turn. Oh, it's my turn. Um, which one was it? Um, I'll go into the one man you already talked about because I was talking about it with another friend. In one of these mom groups, this woman was like, I was talking to my friend about pap smears. And she said that her doctor oh, yeah. does a rectal check on her at her yearly exam. Have y'all ever heard of that? And like I'm like, oh, that's a stupid question, of course. And then I keep scrolling. And then I realize it's like 300 comments. I'm like, what are they talking about? Like, and like over half the women are... Most of them are like, yeah, some doctors do it. It's how you check for hemorrhoids or other abnormalities and that type stuff. But these women are like zero to 100. No, no gynecologist should ever be in your butt. You've been assaulted. Call the police. Woo! They definitely did it at LSU. I went in and I was like, I don't want anybody touching my butt. And that was my thing is what I told her. I was like, look, you have the right to refuse anything at a gynecologist. I mean, sure, it may not be the best decision, but if you don't want a pap smear, you don't have to have it. I mean, that's why you're there. If you don't want your rectum checked, you don't have to have your rectum checked. You just, you can say you don't want it, but they jump so fast from a few people like me who were like, yeah. That's how you find out if you have, like, rectocele and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. To just, like, no, you've been assaulted by your doctor with a nurse in the room present with you. I hate women. I hate them so much. But I asked, I've asked a lot of people. And actually, a lot of my friends have never had it done either. I've never had it done by my current doctor. I knew the doctor at LSU did it. And so I came in and I was like, I only want a vaginal exam. Do not touch my butt. But because I had, so I didn't saying, want so anybody to touch my butt. Apparently, a lot of doctors don't do it. Like, almost every doctor I've ever had has done it to me. I mean, I think it's recommended, but... Maybe it's because I tell them up front that I put things in there. 
Maybe that's Lindsay says she's in the wrong place. Uh, I want to know if it's just my doctor's all just like my booty or something. Because all my friends are like, I've never had that done. I've never had that done. I've never had that done. So, but when I Google it, it's like, yes, during your annual pap smear, your doctor will check your, you know, vagina and may check your rectum for yada, 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 yada. I'm like, how could nobody else is having this done? Maybe it's something that they feel in the vagina makes them decide to do a rectal check. You know, it could be. I mean, because that's like what they say. They like share a wall, right? They're like neighbors. Yeah. I feel like a lot of women are missing out on stuff. Like, what if you do have, what if you have severe hemorrhoids on the inside? And someone, got, someone tried to argue with me, okay? A woman tried to argue with me. She was like, um, someone said they can check for hemorrhoids that way. And she was like, no, to check for hemorrhoids, they can just look. And I'm like, no, you have hemorrhoids on the inside. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, a hemorrhoid is when you have a knot pop out. A blood vessel pop out. I'm like, no, you can have them inside your butthole, too. Just, yeah. She argued me up and down. There's no such thing. Well, I'm diagnosed with it, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to like, tell I her. I don't want to argue with you about buttholes. Yeah. But quit telling this woman that her friend has been assaulted and she needs to call Nobody, Nobody wants to argue about buttholes. No one. No doctor wants to check your butthole. True story. True story. I just want to throw that out there, though. You don't have to do anything you don't want to at a doctor's appointment. But it is kind of stupid to even go to the gynecologist for your annual pap smear and then not get a pap smear. And if suggested, the rectal check. Like I tell people all the time, going to the gynecologist is like getting your oil changed. Nobody wants to do it, but we all have to. It doesn't bother me anymore. I think I did it so much from like 12 to 19 that it's just like, I don't know. I have my why did you get time. it done all this so much? so much wrong with me. We couldn't even figure out why I was bleeding. Oh, yeah. It took them forever to diagnose me with uh, endometriosis. Your woman issues are very womanly. I told you I was supposed to be a dude. Was- I totally saved stuff on my son's uh, Chromebook, and now I'm like, I wonder where that would be on the Chromebook. Okay, so I'm going to have to ad-lib, and I'm sorry that I'm ad-libbing this particular topic. Because yeah, I didn't save any of the actual posts. Okay, so, but I, I, I'm sorry that I'm ad-libbing this because it just seems like it's kind of serious, and I shouldn't be ad-libbing it. So, a woman went into Reddit, and that's why I... Love Reddit. I mean, I feel like Reddit is Everyone's like... Everyone's so smart there. Yeah, well, this woman went into Reddit so she could anonymously post something that she would not even tell her therapist because um, was it about her kid yeah her severely disabled kid yeah did you read it i read it a while back and i don't even want to give my opinion on it because i feel like people are going to hate me okay well i'll give mine because i have a disabled kid so i feel like i have so this this is a lady she sent into reddit and this was a discussion in one of my groups it's actually uh i didn't read it what anybody in my group said um but don't don't read the comments don't no i can tell you uh, no, well, my so group, I posted it on my timeline, and I read it, and at first I was, like, really angry, but then I... Go ahead. Anyway, read it. Go ahead. Okay, so this woman says, I'm putting my extremely profoundly disabled seven-year-old into a residential facility so I can forget he exists. I'm not sorry. And she talks about the fact that, um, you know what? I'd say, I can't tell anyone this, even my therapist. Lambast me if you want, and maybe I even deserve it. I only ask what you would do if you were in my situation, not what you think people should do, what you would really do. I'm a single mom of two boys, 12 and 7. My husband passed away three years ago in a work accident. A very large portion of me believes it was suicide. I can't see him ever making the mistake he made that caused his death, and he had taken an action just before that, which ensured his co-workers wouldn't be in the room. I fully believed he killed himself because of our younger son, and no one will ever change my mind. We were told when I was pregnant that he would have Down syndrome. We could handle that. Um... Um, 
even if it was severe. It turned out he has a chromosome deletion. His disorder is kind of rare, so I won't put post which specific one, but suffice to say he'll never be anything more than he is now or ever has been. And what he is, is nothing. He doesn't appear to have any awareness and never has. His eyes are locked in one position. He doesn't respond to noise, touch, or pain. He is total care. He is capable of nothing. He is tube-fed and on oxygen. He is in diapers and will be forever. He makes no sounds, no attempts to communicate. He never even really cried as a baby. He has never made an attempt to interact with anyone or his environment. I'm not upset because I get a, because I got a special needs imperfect child. I feel the way because this thing takes up 200% of my time and does nothing. I didn't get an imperfect child. I didn't get a child. I don't love him. He doesn't have any personality. There's nothing to love, and yet I'm responsible for him. In addition to his extreme delays, he's also medically fragile. Respiratory crisis, fecal impactions, his autonomic nervous system doesn't function properly, issues with his G-tube. Um, he breathes, but he is not alive. He doesn't know who I am. He doesn't know who older son is. He has no sense of self, life experience, or awareness of his surroundings. He doesn't need to be in my home. He doesn't know or care where he is. He is genetically my son, but he is not family. My previously abused brain-damaged cat who can't walk straight has more personality and is far more lovable than my child. In fact, I'm looking forward to raise, I was looking forward to raising a Downs baby, even one with severe impairments for that reason. With disability can come gifts. This boy is not a gift. He is a genetic mistake. I probably should have miscarried and would have definitely terminated had I known he would be like this. And the flip side is, if he has awareness, he's miserable. And there's nothing I can do. If he likes or dislikes, no one knows what, if he has likes or dislikes, no one knows what they are. If he is in pain, he can't tell anyone. If he wants anything, he can't communicate. He's had every imaginable therapy. Nothing has made a difference. So he's leaving our home on the 29th. I feel excited and relieved and then guilty because I know we'll be happier with him gone. He's already taken my husband and my son's father. And he's he was working so much overtime to pay. Uh, oh, I lost something. All right, I lost something. But here's another part. The final straw was when I heard a sound. I went into younger son's room to check, thinking he had gotten low to breathe, forgotten how to breathe again, and saw older son hitting him and screaming, you're why I don't have a mother, you're why I don't have a father, you're why I can't have friends over, you're why I can't be in sports, I didn't ask for you, and I hope you die. Instead of being horrified, I watched, and younger son did not react. No sign of pain or fear, not upset at all. All right, so you get the gist. She's putting her kid in a home, and she doesn't feel bad about it. And I have a lot of feelings about that, but do you have any feelings you want to share? Or you I think people were too hard on her. I think it took a lot of balls for her to say all that. Mm -hmm. And you can't control how you feel. You can't. You have no control over that. And if she feels that way, then that she feels that way. You can't stop that. And she's not killing him, and she's not leaving him in a ditch. She's putting him in a home to give her son, who does have feelings and who does have emotions and who does function, a better life. Because, like she said, her her disabled son, it's not like, you know, like, there's nothing there. Mm -hmm. He's a vegetable from what she's saying. Mm -hmm. So, he, I mean, he may not even, my only concern would be if we don't know that he has these emotions and he's going to, he knows he's being put in a home. He knows he's being abandoned. That would be my only issue. But I support her 100%. I do. I think that she's a single mom with two kids, which is hard enough. One of them that's just existing and not living that would break my heart mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't want to see my own kid just exist mm -hmm. without any interest or communication or love or just 
I would support it 100% if I was her. I think she's in a tough spot and took a lot of balls for her to say all that. And I think she's reached a point. I don't think she's as hateful as she sounds, but I think by the time she wrote that, she had reached a point of being so fed up and angry that it all just came spilling out. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel sorry for her. I do. I think sometimes people want to say the things they're not supposed to say. Yeah. Like, all those things were awful things you never want to say about a child, but she laid out her reasoning. And I think if it was just her and that son, just the one disabled son, then that's, you know, that's different. That's all you have is you and him, and all he has is you. But she has this whole other child who is missing out on everything for a child who feels nothing. I think it depends on the disability. And in this case, it sounds like her son is a vegetable. Like he doesn't have any functioning or whatnot. You're ready for me? I know you're probably not going to agree because you... But like I so said, Charlie has... He does things and communicates, and you know he has feelings, and you know he has a personality, and his taste in music is bomb. <laughs> so sometimes I'm so tired of <laughs> some of these songs I can never hear them again. So first of all, I'm going to say because you said he's a vegetable, and I'm going to say that they have done studies that show that plants recognize people. So your house plant that never okay. responds or never moves. Or, he sounds like a rock. Then I'll put it that way. Her son sounds like a rock. I think that she has a son that is not capable of doing anything with his body. I think she has no idea what's going on on the inside. And I think that it can be very, very difficult to bond with a child like that. I do not think that it is inappropriate to place a child in an institutional environment if that is where they will be the safest and the best cared for. If you've checked out and he is being beaten by his older brother. exactly, He's better off there. He may be better off there. Now, I don't, I'm going to be honest. Like, I don't really give a shit about Junior who, like, doesn't get to do sports. Like. I think it's more than that, though. I think he's, he has, probably has nothing. If, if mom is taking care of all the other kids' needs alone with no spouse and no help. But she has, she has, oh, I didn't read it, but she has 20 hours of nursing a week. So, it's not, like, zero help. Okay. That's a little better. She should have 40. She should have 60. She should have a ton of nursing. She probably doesn't have enough nursing. Um, she probably needs someone to help her. Her son will probably get better care in a home, again, because anybody that's on a ventilator needs nursing. Um, anybody who's on a feeding tube and has these kinds of issues needs um, needs nursing. But I, what I really think, and this is like kind of controversial, I guess, but kids like this, the expected life expectancy is eight years old. And did she say how old he and was? And she said he was seven. And I really believe that that she's sad that she didn't get more out of him, that she wasn't able to get him to progress more. And now, I mean, honestly, he's, pro- he's probably at the end of his life. And she probably knows that. She seems like a smart lady. Well, if that's the case, then it seems like maybe it's easier to put him in a home and transition and, like, separate herself I, from I him. Think, I think this is, this is about about losing your child and trying to put up a wall and trying to separate yourself because the reality of losing a child, even if it is a child that you like called a potato or something. Because even though you call him a potato, you've dedicated seven entire years to, especially one with special needs. I mean, you've been there every second of the way for all their, they never stopped being a baby pretty much. Mm -hmm. So I could get that sad too. She's not expecting to make it much longer. Yeah. Um, it does bother me that she says he can't feel anything. And if he could, he's miserable. Um, don't put your thoughts in. I feel in. like she was putting a lot of, I think she was angry when she wrote it. Oh yeah. But I'm just, I'm just here to tell you that they've done studies and that disabled people like aren't sitting around crying because they can't run. Um, 
disabled people, for the most part, I have the same level of depression and other mental illness as the general population. So if they're like, you know, if they have those problems, it's more likely their genetics than it is their disability. Um, and that those are just the studies. Those are just the facts. Um, there are lots of perfectly happy disabled people, and there are, you know, like whatever it is, you know, 20% of them are... Just like your average healthy person. Yeah. So, um, and, and, you know, and obviously I don't know exactly what she's going through, but I understand that it can be hard to bond with somebody that is, um, you know, that doesn't give you a lot of eye contact or doesn't always respond. And honestly, I've not had a lot of that with my son because he is... So he is so opinionated, but my son doesn't walk. He doesn't talk. Um, he bangs a lot. He can, he can self injure. There's a lot going on there and I understand. Um, but I, you know, I, I think that she said this and she's separating herself and I think she's trying to convince herself that she doesn't feel anything because I think yeah, that it reads like that too. It reads like she feels bad already. Yeah. And she is trying to justify it. Even I don't think she has to justify it. Your son's going to a place where he's going to be taken care of. It's going to open up your other son to, you know, a life where he has a mother again. So, I feel like she was guilty in trying to justify what she did. But in, in trying to justify it, she went to the wrong place, which was the internet, which completely turned it around on her and made her feel even worse. I agree, Hope. She definitely sounds like she's dealing with some... Um some epic depression. Um, yay, medication is your friend. Take it. I would put it in the water supply. It's just if so I could. hard to get the right mix, though. It takes so long. That's true. Um, but, like, let's be real here, though. Like, that, you know, so I understand that she went through a hard thing. And, like I said, I think, um, I, pro I really think it's like some epic denial. I, it's, I've never been in that position. And I don't ever want to be in that position. So I can't say, you know, try to, I'm trying to imagine what I'd be like in that situation. And I'd probably be just like her, honestly. Because I have a kid who isn't even in any way disabled. He has one problem. And I still get so angry at him because I'm like, you're ruining everybody else's fun because of your one problem. So I think sometimes it can be easier to be angry about the one small annoying thing that your kid does. Than if they have like a huge constellation of issues, you're just like... I mean, I can get really annoyed about some stuff that's, like, this big in the grand scheme of things, you know. And my husband is probably, you know, the hardest. <laughs> I did discover when we went to therapy yesterday that I blame a lot of my stuff on my son. Like, we don't leave the house. And I like to say it's, oh, because we can't leave the house because of your issue you have. And then I realize, honestly, no. We don't leave the house because I don't want to leave the house. Mm. Ever. Mm. So I use him as an excuse not to go places. And if you keep I saying mean, it. I mean, it is still hard to go places with him. Don't get me wrong. But I, you know, there's times we could suck it up and make it work. I just don't. Because mm -hmm. it's too much work. And I'm lazy. I'm a lazy parent. You're not a lazy parent. I really am. You're a tired parent. I really am. Tired. But do you see my trash can by the road? No. Yeah, I did. You got a bunch of stuff. No, that is one big thing. That is a rug. I was so fed up with their room. I literally just took the whole rug, made a burrito out of everything that was in their floor, and threw it into a trash can. Go you. So I'm probably missing a few shoes. But I, tried, I dug out clothes when I saw a shoe, and dinosaurs is all I kept. Everything else went in the trash. Clothes, shoes, and dinosaurs. That's, all I That's our house. About. we got a lot of Legos, a lot of building stuff. All right. Do you have a question for yes, me? Yes. My other question was also about mental health and it, it had me really I told you I'm mad anyway I'm so mad this week this question had me like super mad it was this woman she was asking if any other moms had ever been checked into psych wards she said she's feeling like she's really depressed she's feeling suicidal she said she's overly stressed and just 
she feels she'd be safer if she checked herself into a psych ward. And she wanted to know what it was like on the inside because she'd never been in one. And you have a lot of people that were telling her what it's like. But, like, it just kept repeating. Don't go. Because if you go, in the future, if there is ever a custody issue, you will lose your children. And it was a repeating occurrence. Mm -hmm. That pretty much, if you admit you have any kind of mental issue and if you seek help for it... Mm -hmm. You can lose your children. And that is terrifying. Shouldn't we be really concerned about the people that never seek any help at all? Exactly. Like this woman was saying, I went for like two days after a suicide attempt before I had children. So when I divorced my husband, they used it against me and he got custody. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's terrifying. Like my friend is going through a, a, a custody thing and she didn't go to um, a psych ward, but she went to rehab for alcohol for 30 days. Mm-hmm. And he's using that against her to try to get custody of their child. So it's like, if you don't seek help, you're safe. But if they find out you sought help for an issue, you can lose your children. And that makes me so angry. And also, hi, isn't that all confidential medical information that really doesn't need to be read into a court document? Your your ex can walk straight in there and be like, look, judge, she's crazy. She was institutionalized for it and I need my kid. And they won't they don't even care that it was just cause a lot of women are just depression. They were in there for depression. Well postpartum is very Yes. That's very that's what I think she had because she has a young baby and, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are telling her it's probably postpartum. Talk to your doctor, get on meds, yada yada. But she was like, no, I'm just overwhelmed. I can't do this. I'm scared. I feel like I'm a danger to me and my child. And I was So my phone died because um she's so unprepared. No. Well one of my children is addicted to devices. And the phone died, and so he, um... My two-year-old's getting there. When he rolls over in the middle of the night, he's like, phone! Yeah, so we have an addiction problem, and it, uh, ruined, uh... So anyway, he killed my phone before the broadcast, so, um... <laughs> Thank you to the two people that came back to watch us. We're sorry. Hi, we're so glad that you're here. So we are gonna finish. I can uh, turn the Wi-Fi on that. No, I got... I, okay. No, I'm just gonna pull up the, um... The article. Yeah, because we weren't done. We weren't done. We, we weren't done. Stay. We have opinions to throw out there. Yeah. Okay. So the next thing that I wanted to share was an article. Now this was shared by like the local toy store or whatever, but not. Maybe it was the one on. I think it was like you know well intentioned when they shared it, but um, it makes me want to stab someone. So um, why can't a toy store shared it? Yeah. <laughs> um. It was called. I gotta get the name. Here. <laughs> Smartphones are disrupting the crucial connections between parents and their babies. So, um, <laughs> I'm kind of like losing. Okay, so I hate these articles anyways because, like, I grew up as an 80s child, child of the 80s, 90s. So, and your my mom was on the phone all the time. My anyway. mom was always <laughs> on the phone with her friends, like 24 like. We got up in the morning, the phone rang. She was talking to Miss Kathy, and then she talked to Miss Debbie, and then maybe she talked to Miss Kathy again. And then she had to put on her soaps, so we watched the soaps in the afternoon. Hey, my mom worked, came home, went to bed with a migraine. Wow. Every now and then she cooked. Your mom had a brain tumor, so I'm going to give her a pass on that. But, I mean, my mom, there was a lot of talking on the phone with the long, stretchy cord. And, you know, I, I, I played in construction sites. I played... <laughs> It was the most we were, fun. We were in, a, like, a new neighborhood that was being built. And All we those, were, like, empty houses that yes, weren't finished yet. It was, like, half-finished houses. Like, that was my childhood. And that and, like, you know, Sesame Street. My mom's like, Sesame Street taught Katie the alphabet. So, um, I went on to become an English teacher. We didn't so have a TV, Thanks, so Sesame Street. I just read a lot. 
Well, I couldn't read when I was real little. No. Oh, we had TV when I was real little. We did. We didn't stop having TVs until I was about four or five. Oh, Jerry says now our microphones oh, are Oh, wait. Broken. That's because they're not hooked to my phone. They're hooked to your phone. Oh, I'm going to take this out. Can or... you not hear me at all? Which one you want? I don't. I, I think this one. I don't have a fancy iPhone. What's your fancy iPhone? That's annoying. I had to buy an extra piece. All right, Jerry. Sit up here, right? We're a hot mess express. We'll see how it goes. All right. And now we're a little slanted, too. So, anyway, so I about lost my mind when I see this oh, article wait, I about. I put my mic down. Where'd my mic go? Up. Oh. Check, check, check. One, two, check, check. <laughs> testing, testing. One, two. Crazy, crazy, crazy. One, two, one, two. <laughs> gonna have to do your magic because otherwise that's fine we can be crooked okay so we're crooked so anyway so but this article is full of crap and that's what really bothers me this is not like a good scientific article this is like an opinion piece a kind of an opinion we piece. hate opinions but it's back to yeah we hate them who we gives opinions yeah, we use science us. all my question is backed by science it says parents increased smartphone use has experts concerned about the potentially devastating consequences we they might have for the development of babies and toddlers i mean it's not like i'm giving the smartphone to my baby to toddler the most important thing for little people <laughs> i mean in the zero to three range is interactions with human beings Anything that disrupts the timing or the meaningfulness or the emotional quality of that interaction can have consequences on both parents and kids and on their relationship. I'm calling BS because let's go back to like the 1800s, okay? You literally set your baby in a basket and left them there until it was time to feed them. My mother-in-law lived on a farm and ate actual chicken poop off the ground because they were so hungry. And then once you turned seven, they put you, put you, I know, they put you to work in the fields. So Seven. Here, I call BS on this. You have to be up your kids' butts all the time. Babies, yada, 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 yada. I do feel guilty because I'll be sitting there on my laptop and the kids are yelling at me. And I, I told you I have a one-track mind. I can't hear them while I'm typing. And, like, I'll feel guilty because, like, for 20 minutes they're trying to tell me something and I have no idea what they're saying because I was typing something on my computer. And I feel extremely guilty for that. But then I remember, you know, hey, I'm not at work. I mean, I'm not in the bed. I'm not out i'm here still present and when i get done typing my paragraph i will make their stupid sandwich so it's like i'm totally ignoring them. maybe if you're good now um this is third this is okay so i skipped way ahead to some other to some software companies survey that they did in 10 countries including brazil the czech republic and new zealand and said that 30 per 32 percent of kids reported feeling unimportant when parents checked their phone. I feel unimportant when my husband checks his phone. I mean, You're not important when somebody's attention is somewhere else for five seconds. For those five seconds, shut up. You're not important. I mean, first of all, I don't understand why children have to feel important every minute of the day. Like, I mean, I tell my children, like, because I had to walk out the door and come here. I was like, mama's going to work, guys. Have a good time. You know, they would rather have my iPhone, absolutely. But, you know, sometimes I have to do yeah. something else. My kids don't want me at all. I came in the other day from somewhere I'd been gone. I don't even remember. But, like, the first thing, I was like, Mommy, give me phone. <laughs> absolutely. So, I feel unimportant. But I also think that they gave that word to the kids because I don't think the kids say, I feel unimportant. Like, yeah, no. My kids aren't even worried about my phone. They're like, Mommy, Mommy, what are you doing? What are you doing? Hey, hey. You know, like, I mean. Mine are just very, is it my turn to have the phone? Or whatever it is. Yes. And then, um, 
There are many things that can get in the way of a parent's emotional bond with their children, including mental illness or physical separation. You don't, too. But one of the most common today is probably technology. This is one of these articles, and it's like, Lord help me. Babies need a loving, responsive, and attentive adult around them to learn and thrive. I mean, I mean duh. If they're surviving and not dying, then you're being attentive. Because it takes a lot to not kill a child. <laughs> So, if they're not, like, if CPS hasn't been called yet, if you're not completely denying them the basic things to survive, then you're giving them plenty of freaking attention. I love this. There was a study done that when parents tried to teach their two-year-olds words, but were interrupted in the middle by a phone call, those children didn't learn the words. Like, duh! duh. <laughs> like, duh! I mean, I'm sorry. Like, I love but my that phone. that kid did learn hello. <laughs> First of all, I never answer my phone. Um, I don't, I can't, it's like I have the worst phone anxiety and my kids are like screaming and it's terrible and I never answer it. I totally want to talk to you, but when my kids graduate from high school. Same. So, yeah. So I will text you back in an instant and it'll be quiet. Your friend the, hung up on me today. Your friend hung up on you today? Yes, because she called me the first time. Okay, I was in the bathroom. And I have a kid beating on the door, and then another kid screaming, he's thirsty. And I'm like, I can still hear you, Madeline. Hold on, let me. I was like, let me get out of the bathroom real fast, and I'll hear you, and you know, it won't be as loud. And then I hear one kid, Draven pooped, he took his diaper off on the floor. So I'm like, still on the phone with her, and I'm like, running to the living room. And I was like, screaming because he sat down a poop butt on my couch. I was smearing poop on the couch. So I'm like, Madeline, I gotta put the phone down for a second. And then I'm like, yelling, and I realized she hung up. She just straight hung up. She's, She's like, bye. She didn't want to hear about that poop on the floor either. Yes, Amy, I totally agree. We've talked about a lot of stuff, and I mean, I don't know. My kids feel pretty bonded. I mean, sometimes I think they're trying to climb back into my body. So, mine does me. with his foot at night. Oh, like, yes. Without fail, he yes. tries to shove a foot up my vagina. Yes. It must be so warm or lovely or something. I don't know what it is. Now, this was my favorite part, though. Okay. This was a study that was in this article, and I just want to know who came up with this study. When parents are absorbed in their devices, kids may also act out. Duh. It a bit to get their attention back, and parents may respond negatively. In 2013, researchers observed 55 groups of caregivers and children between 0 and 10 years old eating together in fast food restaurants across 15 neighborhoods in Boston. Now, hold on. Just going to ask you. When you eat with your kid in a fast food restaurant. For one, I don't. I go to drive But if you did... Because I hate taking my kids in anyway. But imagine if you were in a fast food restaurant with your children. Why are you there? To catch a break. Yes, so they will let them play on that damn playland and leave you alone. So I can't believe that they think that this is the place where they would uh, observe. Of the 55 caregivers observed, 40 used mobile devices. 16 used the device almost continuously throughout the meal, displaying what the researchers called high levels of absorption. Mom is checked out. If you've ever been to Chick-fil-A on like... Did you see the post, though, where the woman's holding the phone and then she's holding the book? Yeah. It's, I think it's kind of like that. Yeah. There's I mean, a roach in my car. Oh, my God, I'm going to die. <gasps> Did you see that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Why is that in my car? Because Ch stupid Chandler. Because it was crawling on the window earlier. We're blaming Chandler. Yeah, we can blame Chandler Chandler's for everything. Car. I bet the writer was a grandparent. <laughs> I'll say this. I do get frustrated when we go out to eat. Because we don't go that often. But when we do go out to eat, Jerry doesn't get off his phone. Well, yeah, because it Jerry's a grown me man. Crazy. No, we don't do phones at the table. It, I hate, I hate it. Cause like we, just, we don't go to eat that often. 
Mm. And he will literally sit there. We we don't have conversations that often. Like I mm-hmm. love him, but we're never in a situation where we could sit and have a conversation. It's hard. It's Even hard. if we're in the car together, which is great mm-hmm. for talking. He is driving while holding his phone. No, you need to. Now Jerry has a problem. Jerry likes to tell me that on my phone too much. I never have. My phone gets lost <laughs> for like three days at a time. I don't. I have know. A phone. I'll be like, Sonny, where but are you? If I sit down for longer than like fifteen minutes at a time on my phone, it's you're always on that phone. He told me yesterday, what's up with you and all these selfies? I was like, Jerry, I haven't posted a selfie since I cut my bangs last week. And I went through last night, I went through my Facebook feed, and I was like, okay, I posted selfies when I cut my bangs, and before that, I posted a few t-shirts a few weeks before that. What mm-hmm. the heck is he talking about? I'm going to punch my husband. The end. Well, everybody thinks that the other person is using it too much, but when they're using it, it's the perfect amount. That's what I think. Anyway, the article goes on, and this is my favorite part is, there's nothing more addicting than looking in a young child's eyes and listening to them and learning about their world. You're Ben and Paxton's world. <laughs> Even the therapist yesterday, you could tell she just kept looking at me like, explain. 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 <laughs> what is happening? Because like, he likes to invent these monsters that like mutate into other monsters and like he loves that type stuff. Mm-hmm. But he can't just draw it and be like, look at my drawing. It's like, and this is his weapon and he came from the, and it's like a two hour spill about this critter. I don't want to be in his world. I don't know. <laughs> I and, just feel like this is just a new venue for mom shaming and like. I mean, I guess it's because we can see the moms doing it. Whereas, you know, when you and I were growing up, there was no one to tattle and be like, Mommy was on the phone for three hours yeah. today. I, I mean, know. that's all I can come up with because, I mean, you know. No. Nope. I did read this thing where um, you know, they say screen time is so bad for kids. Yada, yada. It was an old, like, pamphlet some big, like, doctorate guy had put out about the danger of books. And uh, letting your children read books too often. Oh, books. Yeah, books. Mm. This is like, I guess, when fiction started becoming really mainstream <gasps> or whatnot. Fiction. And it was like that exposing their children to these books can cause them, you know, to, to not be educated enough, like to slow their delay, put them in these fantasy lands that weren't real, disconnect them from the world. That's the purpose of a book. I know. I mean, now that's like all we want, But right? literally, they were like warning against books. Same way today we, we warn against like tablets and cell phones. I'm sorry, but the future is tablets and cell phones and computer screens. Your kids are going to need to be fluent in it. Well, Kendra says the writer was probably my mom. <laughs> Kendra, man. My, I will say this. My mom is so nice. Her two kids, me and my brother, will sit in her den and just stare at our phones and like just zone out like, oh, we just need to relax for a few minutes. And my mom is completely fine with that. And that is a wonderful thing. When I go see, when I go home for see family, I don't have my phone the entire time I'm there because it's my babysitter. My family just lives across the way. Yeah, like I don't. My family has so many toys at their house. My kids are like, yay! They like go running into like, the room with I all the toys. I never get photos of like family get together. Every time we do anything fun, I get no photos because the only reason I'm able to have fun is if I give the kid my phone to leave me alone and mm-hmm. let me have fun. We didn't get a lot of pictures of the beach because it's wet. I'm like, mm, there we are. We're I did there. go buy like a waterproof case when we went to Margaritaville that time. That was nice. The yeah. photos were blurry, but it was nice. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you to those of you that hung out with us in part two. And um, we have no idea what we're talking about next week because um, that's next More week. More mom stuff. We're yeah. saving you the trouble because believe me, these mom groups are just awful. Yeah, we, we're in the mom group so you don't have to be. Men cheat so much. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I thought it was like just in like soap operas. They cheat so much in real life too. Well, um, not mine. <sighs> they uh-huh. might be. Mine might be now because I'm like, these people got me tripping. Yeah. Because like, there's so obviously cheating. Like, it's like obvious cheating. Mm-hmm. And then I'm looking, well, Jerry does that. 
Jerry does <gasps> Jerry does all those things too. And then no, I realize Jerry's too lazy to even give me any, so <laughs> All right. Okay, and Gina, your mom sounds awesome. Thank goodness we have moms that let us just My be on our phones. Always did too, like mom. All right, guys, this is good. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.